0: What's up, hobby friends, and welcome back to Paint Bravely, the podcast where you can find a little bit of encouragement, discover new ways to make your hobby more fun. Most importantly, learn to paint bravely and learn a bunch of other stuff like how not to put yourself out of commission by hurting yourself doing this hobby. Or hopefully, you can learn something from me since that is exactly the position I am in right now. Uh, And normally, we would get to, you know, hobby stuff that we're going to be doing. But we're gonna jump right in and tell you the harrowing tale. Tell us. Tell us all. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Uh about a month ago, doing hobby, normal stuff. Uh, cut myself on a model, some kind of spiky something or other. I don't even know what it was. And, you know, I cut my finger in like two different places, didn't think much of it. You know, it happens all the time. I've cut myself horribly with a hobby knife and then all sorts of other things, right? It happens. Um, but there must have been something on that model. I don't know, some jank eBay model with uh Ebola on it or something.
1: Mm-hmm, um
0: mm-hmm. basically it uh started to heal, was looking alright, you know. Put some neosporin on it, all that. Um then it started getting worse, and you know, I'm painting regularly with it, and it's getting worse, it's getting worse, and it basically looks like this gnarly blood blister, right? So couple days ago i guess it was yes yesterday yeah i don't know something like that i went to the doctor and they're basically like oh yeah it's a it's a blood blister like have you been doing anything that you know keeps repeatedly hitting that area of your finger i'm like yeah paint you know paintbrush roll the paintbrush to get the nice fine tip on it you know that kind of thing right over the blood blister even with a bandit on Mm. you know wasn't really an issue but apparently that that made it worse according to the medical professionals. Um, so they decided that uh, they were going to cut it open. Right. You right. know, clean, clean it up and and send me on my way. Well, yeah. So they, they took a pretty good sized needle and opened me up. And it was not the best experience. Uh, you know, they, they're like, well, we could Novocaine it, you know. But uh, we got this topical freezing spray that'll no problem. Doctor promised me it wasn't so bad, you know. Uh, She said, you know, I put put staples in people's heads using this stuff. It's no big deal. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So it it didn't hurt too bad. She kind of got a few, you know, sensitive areas. But, uh, yeah, basically just cut me open like a good quarter inch to take care of this thing. Um, So, yeah, I've been completely out of commission painting. I can't pick up a paintbrush right now. I can't do any hobby and it totally sucks. I'm
2: sorry, dude. That's your that's your main <laughs> hand, right?
0: You're... Yeah, so my right hand, middle finger, right, where the, the brush kind of sits. Um, but that got me thinking, you know, like, what kinds of things do we do in this hobby that could potentially be dangerous?
2: We got a safety episode today. That's right.
0: Because yeah. <laughs> you don't want to end up like me. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to talk about, the injury prevention, and then allowing yourself to heal, and then uh, assuming that, you know, maybe you don't heal, Casey, and that, that hand becomes <laughs> useless to you, uh, how do you learn to use your other hand and, right.
0: and work around it? Um, Become a, a left-handed slap chopper. Right. Just dry brush. <laughs>
2: so that's a whole other topic, but I'm I'm curious, I... I have a suspicion that slap chop might be a technique that people can use as, as we get older and our, and our eyes and our hands and, and the rest of our bodies start to betray us, you know, as we Mm -hmm. age that, you know, slap chop might be something that we can do later in life. Uh, Yeah. The, the dry brushing I I bet works pretty well. You know, some of the coloring works pretty well. You have to be a little bit careful of, like, the borders of the of the color regions, but...
0: Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, so that would be, uh, you know, have to learn how to, you know, I guess just train your, your other hand to right. get a little bit better brush control whenever. Um, yeah. Like, I, I broke my arm uh, snowboarding, like, years and years ago, and, like, had to use my left hand for basically everything for... You know, a month and a half. So uh-huh. that that's that ended up working out. And actually, it's weird. I I still, um, you know, because I used to do a lot of PC gaming, you know, Counter Strike and stuff. And not that I, at all was able to play Counter Strike with my left hand, but I could do pretty much everything else like with a mouse. And it and I still occasionally use that if I'm like, oh, you know, I'm over here. The mouse is over here. It's no big deal. It's yeah. like it feels fine, right? Yeah, use so. your
2: use your left hand to uh, download the wall hacks and the aim bots, so then you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah, I just gotta move around a little bit and click a button. So yeah, exactly. Wonderful. <laughs> Back in one point six, that was easy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So I am legitimately sorry to hear that you you injured yourself <laughs> there, and I do hope the the antibiotics are able to to deal with that. But yeah. Know,
0: I I do hope so because the doctor wasn't quite sure. I mean, that the, the antibiotic she was pretty sure about, like that wasn't going to be an issue. But she's like, well, you know, if it if it uh comes back, like I'll, I'll refer you now to a specialist to use some liquid nitrogen, just burn it off. Like, oh, that sounds great, it's real great. Thanks. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gauzed up and bandaged up, and I got this. I'm in the middle of the video right now, trying to like 3D print. Like I went to. Because I, I had a print going before I went to the doctor. And I come back and i like, oh, okay, I got to clean off this plate, right? It's like trying to put a glove on. It's next to impossible. Like the finger doesn't fit with all the gauze and stuff on there. So <sighs> I had to like <laughs> one-handed clean off this stupid printing plate. That sucked.
2: <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get the resin soaking into your gauze. That's
0: uh, no, 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 that would be bad. Yeah, so I at least had the, the glove mostly over my hand. I could kinda use my pinky and my thumb a little bit. I was like kinda holding stuff. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't great. Still not great. Still hurts too.
2: Well you're finding your system. You're you're working around your, your disability and I, I do hope it's a temporary thing. Um Yeah. You know, you said you you forgot what it was that you originally nicked your finger on, but it's it's at times like these yeah. I remember when I sent you a used model uh, that that old tank. <laughs> it was yeah. it had metal bits, it had plastic bits, and it was also boat. filled with uh, dead flies and mouse yeah, poo. and mouse uh, yeah mouse feces yeah. So exactly, if you if you have some some old eBay rescues that have been up in the that... attic for a while, and you've had uh, all manner of, of rodents and lizards crawling all over them. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what kind of jungle disease you picked up, Casey? Who,
0: who knows? Who she <laughs> <Yeah>. knows. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it sucks because it's something I honestly do think about, although weirdly because I stabbed myself with a grot spear once. Mm. And and I posted a picture about it on uh, like Facebook and Instagram or something. It was years ago, right? Um And my grandma, of all people, like, you better go get yourself a tetanus shot. And it's like, grandma, that's painted metal. It's not real. So compliment, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. you know, I I don't know. For some reason, that's just stuck with me. <laughs> like, oh, man, like, what if there was something on the end of this? Turns out that's 100% possible. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there, there are real health concerns that we need to be somewhat aware of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Between just poking ourselves with with sharp steel to poking ourselves with you know, grime-encrusted grot spears, there's, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a few worries out
0: there. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, the weird thing, though, is uh, the doctor was saying that it's probably, because it was kind of like a blood blister, basically. Yeah. Um, which is why they ended up cutting it open and like fixing it, right? But uh, she was saying that, like, well, because you put your paintbrush there that repetitive motion of like rolling the brush on my finger to like make the point, you know, pointy, um, probably is what actually made it worse, which is kind of weird. Hmm.
2: So in your description, I'm, I'm also wondering how good your doctor is. Cause I,
0: I, yeah, that's I went fair. to school with know. a lot
2: of premeds. <laughs> yeah. And also when I was, when I was teaching organic chemistry, when I was teaching sophomore organic chemistry, um, there, there were a lot of people like, yeah, I would trust this person as a doctor. And there were a lot uh-huh. of people on the other side of that spectrum who still did go yeah. to med school. So, uh, but... I
0: always, I always think about that when I go to the doctor too, it's like, oh, man, I hope I don't get that. Like D plus, I'm glad I made it doctor. Yeah. Like, is that, I've always wondered that, like, is there, I mean, it should be like a pass fail. Like either you get a freaking A or you don't graduate because I feel like at a certain point,
2: I think, that, you know, I think the line is being... normally between C and D on a lot of
0: these things. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm afraid of. Right?
2: And I can tell you that there is some pretty serious grade inflation these days in, in higher yeah, education. Yeah.
0: So, uh, well. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one was, uh, this one was a younger one too. Younger doctor. Ooh. I don't know. Fresh out of med school running into, uh, you know, she's one of, One of the doctors in the urgent care, so I don't know. I don't know if that's like the the bad place to be if you're a doctor. You're just like, well, sorry, you got a a D, so urgent care it is for you.
2: (laughs) Well, that's a pickle, Casey. Uh, I (laughs) I think the key is to to take care of ourselves and not let it get to the point where we really need... Actual professional professionals, you know?
0: I agree. I agree. If we Um, get to the
2: point where you're hoping (laughs) that you get a good doctor, then... uh... (laughs) Yeah.
0: Welcome to America. Thank you. (laughs) So good. Uh, It's worse because I'm going to have to pay for it either way.
2: Yeah, I know. Well, antibiotics are pretty cheap, so we're hoping that works.
0: (laughs) That's true. Liquid nitrogen is pretty cheap,
2: too, but that's going to hurt a lot more. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's gonna be a lot worse. Yeah. No, I'm not looking forward to having to do that if I have to do that. Um, but hey, if I do, you're you're gonna you're gonna hear about it. Stay yeah, tuned I will be out uh,
2: again <laughs> here on Paint Brave the <laughs> Podcast, where Casey's That's gonna <laughs> keep on working through his injuries and <laughs> yeah. and telling you all about it. So,
0: yeah, pretty much.
2: So we uh we thought we'd spin this bad luck into some good news. We're gonna talk about hobby safety today. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've been thinking about this. I'm going to start right off with something that is is more useful than I thought it could possibly be. Now, this is the hobby knife from Monument Hobbies. Now, uh-huh. ordinarily, a hobby knife is just like an exacto blade. It's, you know, the, the, the metal stick, and there's kind of like a clamp on the head of it that clamps uh-huh. down onto the, the exacto blade but this this monument hobbies uses the same type of you know, you know pointed triangular razor at the end an exacto blade essentially
0: uh-huh. but
2: it's in like a box cutter configuration so there's this uh, this slide play. on it so i put my thumb here and i slide out the blade
0: oh that's satisfying
2: it is satisfying and i can use this as a box cutter but it also works as a hobby knife cuz that's what it is now, when I'm done working, here's the key bit. Put that yeah. blade away. And this, <laughs> put this in your backpack, put this in your uh, your hobby go bag, put this. This is a safe way to have a hobby knife, which yeah. I really can't say for Exacto blades because they, uh-huh. they, they come with those flimsy plastic caps that you're supposed to put over the blade and those always fall off. They always uh-huh. fall off or you lose them. But this all yeah. in, all in one package. And next time I make an order with Monument, I'm definitely buying like five more of these things because this <laughs> is awesome. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna have to do that. I didn't know they I didn't actually know that they had uh hobby knives. So that's good to know. Cause uh yeah, I've definitely been in, in situations where, you know, I've questioned the Exacto Blade, like the cheap, you know, spin to Titan ones. Um because there have been times when I've been you know, carving something away or getting rid of a mold line. And all of a sudden the, it kind of lets go, you know, and the blade sp- starts to spin oh, and, and you yeah. know, you get that like loss of control for half a second. it's really easy to cut yourself, especially with a newer super sharp blade. Um, and I've never liked that. I haven't found a better way to do that. Like I keep my exacto blades on a magnetic strip, like up pretty high on my wall. Mm-hmm. So I know that they're safe from, you know, accidentally dropping, stabbing me in the foot, which has almost happened. Yeah, always store more times sharp than I can objects count.
2: as high up as you can place them. That's good safety, <laughs> always above head level, <laughs> yeah. always. So. Yeah,
0: it's eye level, okay? <laughs> and it and it's a it's a good magnetic strip. I, I keep everything on that magnetic strip. It's great, all my tools. Yeah. It's probably fine.
2: <laughs> okay. We, uh... Yeah. We were guests on a podcast, I think yesterday. I don't know. Time flies. It was we were, yeah we, yesterday. Yeah, we were guests on a podcast on listening to paint dry, and one of the things we we got to talking about was yeah, uh, somebody put their hand into their backpack and just ended up with a, a, a hobby knife like stuck under their fingernail.
0: It was it was uh, Mike. Was, was was he the
2: one who suffered that injury too?
0: Yeah he he was in like a, a like a two day Roman the plot. Uh, Roman Lap oh, class, right? Yes, yes, and yes. And he, yes. he threw his you know, he's like grabbing something out of his bag and the hobby knife went under his fingernail. Ooh. Yeah. So don't put those in your backpack. Yeah. So
2: <laughs> Unless you get your injury infected, like the the hobby mm-hmm. knife Accidental cuts with a hobby knife are probably not life threatening, probably not even yeah. finger threatening, but you can definitely hurt yeah. yourself and, and maybe get an infection. Maybe maybe lose a uh you know, fingerprint or something, but that's that's if you get really sure. unlucky lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um actually a a horror story that I heard um, on the independent characters, who I've also heard the independent characters podcast is coming back. It's coming back. I'm yeah. excited about that. I'm, I'm going to tune yeah, yeah. right in.
0: But <laughs> I think
2: it was Justin on that podcast told a story about eye safety, and this was he was using a hobby knife, and uh-huh. the tip of the blade snapped off, and just worst possible luck hit him in the eye, and he yeah. had to, he had to get that taken care of
0: um whoo that that
2: story is stuck with me
0: i yeah yeah i can imagine that's that's not great and so i've definitely had that happen um luckily not hitting me in the eye Mm -hmm. but the the tip like if i'm trying to grind off especially like old super glue or something Mm -hmm. um you know just get under a corner or something and then the tip just goes off like a bit you know yeah not good so, yeah, I tend to like keep my sunglasses on my head if I'm doing anything that I think is going to do it. Like, you know, sunglasses aren't exactly proper eye protection, but certainly going to stop a little tip from an X Acto or, or something from hitting me in the eyeball. So, I think, yeah. I think
2: most most plastic sunglasses are close enough. Uh, e- I mean, even yeah. better if they, <laughs> even better if they wrap around. But having legitimate like shop safety glasses around is not a terrible idea. And these uh-huh. days you can get some ones that are actually pretty comfortable.
0: Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I still have a pair from from when I was a chemist and I, I actually had an explosion in the lab. And so I have a pair of glasses that have a couple of nicks like
1: uh,
2: <laughs> on on one of the lenses. And it's hard to say, I don't know exactly what angle that particular bit of shrapnel was coming at, but one of them could have been in the eye. So, um, Yeah
0: keep those around (laughs) for
2: the most part painting little plastic figures. You're not going to be dealing with too much shrapnel, but yeah, those, those thin little sharp little exacto blades, they can snap, they can come out of their, out of their handles. Um, not trying to scare anybody here, but just like be aware of, of the possibilities. And, uh, there are times when you're kind of like finagling with something, trying to try to scrape Uh out a mold line. Um, or even like trying to like cut something off of a of a metal mini, and yeah. and there are times where you're like, "eh, there's there's a chance this blade is gonna break right now." <laughs> you know, play it yeah. safe. Play it safe. Either either don't YOLO or YOLO, uh, but b- put a pair of sunglasses on, or even better, safety glasses.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good call. Um, safety glasses definitely plays into uh, another thing that we have on the list, something I use pretty often uh, a Dremel Yes, um, I definitely feel like if you're if you're using a Dremel, that's that's probably the time you actually want to do that like for the most part, you know, just throw on those glasses because um, I've definitely had stuff hit me in the face you know, and again like I, I tend to wear the, the sunglasses because they're already on my head and I know that has stopped things from going in my eye, <laughs> like I usually polish up uh, metal models, um, and you know I'll shave stuff off of plastic models. And I mean, you're taking material away a lot of the time. So, a Dremel's spinning pretty fast; it can shoot things out pretty quick.
2: Oh, for sure, for sure. And sometimes you get those sparks going with a Dremel. That's fun, too.
0: <laughs> Haven't had that happen on a model yet, but I know what you mean. <laughs> Just a little cutting wheel. Yeah, well, I'm grinding steel,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need
0: mean, realistic steel beams from a base. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Gotta be done. Gotta be done. Oh, yeah. Um, So I think, like, of of the actual physical safety concerns, I think eye safety is the the biggest danger. Of course... Um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think how to tell this story. There's, there's another <laughs> podcast I listen to, uh, even better. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Do uh, you know the one I'm talking about? I might. I don't know. Yeah, uh, someone, someone dropped
0: an X-Acto blade on their private parts. Oh nope, haven't heard that story. That's a bummer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh. I mean, yeah, I could see it happening. Like.
2: Uh, I, I yeah. I hope it's not a true story, but I believe him. I believe him.
0: I, I don't know. It could be like if you are sitting at your desk and it just rolls on down, like
2: yeah. Listen to Legends of the Painty Men. That's a that's a good one, right, right. there. Yeah. That
0: that is a good podcast. Highly highly recommend that. It's it's good to good listen stuff.
2: to anyway, and uh, yeah. for sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wear protective clothing at all times.
0: Uh, jeans are are usually pretty good. I mean. I have a like a you know the big like Vince V uh apron going on a lot of the times. Do you actually while you're working? Yeah, hmm. yeah, I do. Cause uh you know I tend to ruin my clothes like really fast. Okay, cause I spill stuff on them all. It, it's constant. Like I'll go inside, like, and I'll just have paint somewhere that I didn't realize or like out of my finger, and then I wiped it on something, and not the stuff's not going to come out. But you know, it's like I'll have I'll have purchased a shirt same day and then just go straight into the hobby room and it's like oh there's i just got some like enamels on that right there that little spot like that yeah. doesn't exactly come out so yeah I, I tend to wear uh the workshop apron um and that thing is is getting messier and messier so i know it's working <laughs> you know okay that's
2: that's good for protecting your your khakis and stuff too yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: exactly yeah keeping keep up well pristine. i mean in, a lot of times, like I'm doing pretty messy work in the hobby that, like, I'd say majority of people don't actually do. Um, so I feel like it makes a little more sense in my case because I am like scrubbing stuff and like getting paint flecks, you know, from toothbrushes and cleaning off models like pretty much weekly. So, yeah, if you're doing a lot of that work, this is highly recommended in a nice apron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure um all right fire safety any um the only big one that i know of is people putting isopropyl alcohol into their sonic cleaners
2: that's a good one if
0: if there's a short in your sonic cleaner if there's a hole in it if there's anything wrong with it it will start a fire and burn your house down basically Yeah. yeah yeah
2: that's yeah that's a really good point (laughs) Um, just, just in general, any, any of the alcohols, the paint thinners, your your paint strippers, yeah, all of that stuff. Um, that's probably flammable. The same with, Mm -hmm. uh, most spray cans, flammable. Uh, just, just be really aware of that stuff and, uh, don't, don't leave it unattended. Don't do anything stupid. Don't,
0: uh. Yeah. Um, and I've had a, I've had a Sonic cleaner, um blow up on me like pretty bad before
2: did you load it sparks.
0: up with, with alcohol no 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 i'm just saying it it has shorted out oh sure so like the potential yeah. for a fire was a hundred percent real in that case agreed yeah agreed like sparks out the back end like i don't know what happened to it if you know it was one of the like less expensive ones it wasn't like a, an all metal one mm-hmm. it was like a cheap it was like 35 bucks on amazon Oh, um, <laughs> And I mean I used it for like a while before that happened and it was showing signs of wear. Yeah. But uh definitely something that could have happened if I was, you know, putting alcohol in to the sonic cleaner. So, I have done that before. I have put alcohol in a sonic cleaner. Um you know, it does work, but like it's not a good idea.
2: It's not <laughs> a good idea. Yeah. I was about to say, like, if you do that, make sure to babysit it. But for legal purposes, I'm just going to say don't do that. Yeah, don't, don't do Don't that. do it. Yeah, don't use it. LA's Totally Awesome. Get your super clean. If you live yeah, in yeah. the United Kingdom, get your Detol. you know. You
0: get, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> don't Because it still works perfectly put, fine. <laughs> don't put flammable things in, like, a cheaply made thing that uh, yeah. shakes really fast.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a good call. It's a good call. Yeah, dump, um dump. other other than that though, I don't know if there's any other like fire concerns.
2: So it's that's the most dangerous combination that I can think of. Like okay. there there are a lot of things that we use that are flammable. Again, the, the alcohols, sure, the solvents, sure. the strippers, the you know, spray cans, all that stuff is flammable and just like uh-huh. be aware of it. Um and that's mostly like I don't know. Leave your hobby room when you need to take a cigarette b- break. I-, I, don't yeah, know. <laughs> I was thinking
0: that actually. Like that—that's the only case I can think of. It's like if you're if you're gonna smoke, yeah, make sure that your hands aren't covered in alcohol <laughs> before you light yeah. that thing up. Yeah,
2: I feel like most smokers have learned some of these lessons already. But
0: right, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> also for your safety, yeah, you know, maybe get on the patch or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> right, Yeah. yeah. you you don't need me hounding you on that one no (laughs) um oh man but yeah just just be aware a lot of that stuff flammable be be careful don't don't burn your house down because that that would be not not a good day not a good day um but yeah in terms of like the actual combo where that might happen i think i think that uh um, yeah, the ultrasonic cleaner is probably the most likely.
0: Yeah. Um, well, you'd be surprised. I get, I actually get asked that question pretty often. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, can I put isopropyl alcohol in my sonic cleaner? Is that going to work better? Yeah. You know, if I don't have X, Y, or Z, you know, uh, degreaser or whatever, I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um. In the off chance that you find yourself in a situation where you have a, a jar of a liquid that's on fire, the just in the moment, what you want to do is smother it by putting a cap on it, basically. So yeah, yeah if, you, if you do have an ultrasonic cleaner and the reservoir is completely on fire, if you put huh. the, the metal top on the ultrasonic cleaner, that... Yeah. That is your Might. best bet to resolve that situation without <laughs> severe damage to all of your belongings. Yeah. Um,
0: or yourself. Yeah. And
2: yeah, all that stuff. Um, once once that liquid spills out and onto other stuff, that is... Well, I hope you have the proper type of fire extinguisher handy, which actually I, I do these days. I do try to keep a, a fire extinguisher, at least um, down in my basement yeah I think there's actually two of' them down there, so relatively handy places um but other than that, it's uh evacuate and use your cellular phone to call your your fire brigade <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah yeah oh man all right yeah hope hope that doesn't happen yeah good luck good luck folks good luck <laughs> okay so what about <laughs> uh... less dire
2: all right, let's get into
0: poisons. Poisons, ooh! So, like, drinking your paint water, eating your paintbrush, uh, yeah, not really poisonous. Those are uh, those are it's lower not too bad.
2: Um, yeah, there, there are some types of paint that are still sold, not so much in our hobby anymore. But there sure, are yeah. types of paint. I think, especially like cadmium red. Like,
0: I think the it's the big reds, one,
2: yeah. It's mostly red, I think. But like the uh, the heavy uh, metals.
0: Cobalt blue. Is that one of them? Okay. Cobalt is poisonous. I know that. I don't know. I, I assume they use that to do blue. I don't know.
2: Yeah. It it depends. It depends on the exact chemical, but like some of the things containing heavy metals in, in that formulation, basically that mm-hmm. are, are dangerous. And so heavy metal poisoning is a possibility with certain pigments it's not no. so much of a of a problem in our hobby anymore. Um, but, yeah, don't be careful what paints you're putting into your airbrush, especially because you don't want to aerosolize and then breathe in certain types of, of heavy metal pigments. And, uh, yeah, try to avoid taking them orally as well by licking your paintbrush <laughs> and drinking your paint water. Be, be a little bit careful with that one. Yeah.
0: I do have to wonder, though, like... Uh... What is the breakdown of people who lick their brush in the hobby? I mean, is it like 50-50 or is it like 80-20? I don't
2: know. I I bet it's closer to 50-50. You think? I do not lick my paintbrush. Or every once in a while, I'll I'll fix the tip. Every once in a while. But that's not like uh-huh. after I clean off my paintbrush. It's, it's
0: sure, fun. sure. No, I, I 100% do all the time. And Mm -hmm. can't even, I can't help it. Like, like, uh, we recorded a bunch of video at Adepticon, Mm -hmm. and I swear to you, at least four or five times in the short clips that we have, (laughs) I put the stupid paintbrush in my mouth. (laughs) It really makes you think, huh? (laughs) Yeah, eating a lot of paint. I mean, I picked out that, uh, the un, what was it, the, the odor blocker in Duncan Paints. Oh, Day one with a citrus and then or, got it, or whatever it, it is. was. It was it was coconut oil. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I hundred percent called it. You thought I was crazy, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, we cutting that with coconut oil because it stinks if it sits around." <laughs> like, yeah, it makes sense. Good call. Good call. <laughs> it's not a good thing, but it's not toxic at least. So
2: yeah, you know. Um, okay, so some of the some of the organic solvents again spray cans paint strippers stuff like that um a few of those chemicals are known carcinogens kind of in low levels but like yeah don't uh-huh. don't breathe tons of organic fumes if you don't need to um uh-huh. not not good for you otherwise also does if you breathe in enough of them you're also depri- depriving your brain of oxygen yeah and uh so that's not not good (laughs) and then there's just the the overall damage to your lungs that comes with breathing in particulates and you know know, if you're breathing in a lot of the the, not the fumes but like the mist from airbrushing or from spray cans like you're gonna give yourself Uh weird kinds of pneumonia uh, or stuff right yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. so that's that that's not good but um Yeah. So being on YouTube, the the, the safety police do make their rounds on our videos. And um, anytime I have a spray can in my hand, if I don't wear a respirator, I get a comment on it. And Uh I just uh, advise people be aware of realistically how much time you spend per week per month with airbrush or with a rattle can. Um, There is a there's a street artist in a town I used to live in who did that, uh, rattle can street art and Mm they, they, you know, make cool planets and stuff like that. And so they'd be spending hours a day with a rattle can. And eventually they started wearing a a respirator. I think that was a really good call. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure the first uh, couple of years I saw that guy, they were not wearing a respirator, but eventually they started one. But, um, a lot of stuff like that is just accumulated damage over time and you're uh-huh. probably not going to get a terribly infected finger right away that you can source to a, a singular event but
0: uh. <laughs> that's fair um,
2: <laughs> but, yeah just just be honest with yourself i i you know if i'm outside and i'm spraying five models for a grand total of 30 seconds like yeah, I, I I might not put on a mask, and I don't worry about it too much. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, what
0: else? Mm. Um, uh, like repetitive injury and posture, kind of in yeah, the same that's, category. But posture,
2: definitely. I think that's the most the most likely one, the most realistic thing we need to talk about.
0: Yeah, yeah. like how you sit in your chair, the position you're in for lengthy amounts of time definitely um makes a difference long term like you get the the hunchback going on Mm -hmm. um it's funny because uh the last video i made i just got this email out of nowhere for uh electric you know tables that go up and down and i was like wow you know what it's actually like a really good sponsorship because yeah like you can adjust to a proper height no matter what you're doing in the hobby. Like if I'm sitting and painting, I can have it exactly where it needs to be to be in a comfortable position, in a good posture. If I'm gaming, lift that thing up and I can stand up and not have to lean over like a kitchen table or whatever. So, uh, those have been working out pretty good in my hobby space. Actually, I didn't think that would be a thing, but once I started using it, I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I was probably not doing this correctly before, (laughs) you know, just, just, using whatever tables and desks i have and they're all random heights it seems so yeah yeah
2: um that's that's really cool i learned about something recently that are you can get wheels for your desk chair that are different sizes so you can oh sure you can pop like the five little tiny wheels off your desk chair and get mm-hmm. like big monster wheels like they look like (laughs) kind of giant rollerblade wheels or something like that nice yeah and so there are ways to uh either raise or lower your desk raise or lower your chair a little bit uh to get the ergonomics right and i I can't tell you what's right for you maybe you you do got to get 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 some better medical advice on that one but
0: (laughs) i'll talk to my doctor yeah
2: um so Something else I do when i'm when I'm painting at least on camera is I have uh an object to brace my hands on that is okay. above the height of the desk so elbows on the desk and then I'll have uh I used to just use a jar and then I built myself like a special little bracing bar but mm-hmm. um something I had this idea today actually and Uh, What I have in front of me right here right now is a yoga block. So when you're doing yoga and they're making you do like twister positions and they're like, okay, now put your your hand on the ground and you're like, there's no way I can reach the ground. And then the yoga instructor hands you a cork block so that they put that on the ground and then you can reach the cork block and and not fall over maybe. Right. Okay. So you, you... this is this is a yoga block. It is just a rectangular prism made of cork. It's just a you know I don't know. It's a maybe soft like brick. three inches on one edge, six on the other, nine on the other, something like that. It's just a soft block that is used for taking up space and bracing body parts on. That's that's its job. But I was playing around with it today. I think it actually might be pretty good for bracing your hands during painting if you if you want to like play around with your ergonomics a little bit uh, yeah yeah so, so something worth thinking about get your get your table up or down get your seat up or down figure out where you're bracing your elbows and your hands Um uh, you are going to be, hopefully, painting many minis and spending hours and hours and hours at your painting desk, so it's worth the time to adjust your painting desk, adjust your posture, so that it's good.
0: That's it. it's good. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, right now, for painting on camera, at least, uh, and I mean, this is a, a small case, right, for, for me and you and you know anybody else who's filming videos of, of painting miniatures, right? Um, but keeping yourself in the same spot, I use, like, a little uh, Magic the Gathering deck box mm-hmm. that's taped down to uh, a cutting mat okay. so that I set that somewhere and I kind of rest one hand with a paint holder, and then, you know, it's there and it stays. But that uh, that yoga block you got there looks, uh, yeah. looks a mighty bit nicer than what I'm using.
2: Yeah, I... <laughs> But looking at this, and now I kind of want to see if they have ones that are slightly different dimensions, or like cut this one in half or something. But it's I might be to something material. here with this idea.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, do you know how much? Just off the top of your head, those things are? Oh, they're cheap. Okay, I, so... I, I don't
2: know what they are, but like the, yoga <laughs> can be an affordable hobby and
0: activity. Sure.
2: I don't know. Maybe this was ten bucks
0: might okay that's yeah. that is not bad at all my my first thinking is that's a lot of cork yeah i don't i don't p- potentially not a lot I'm of money i'm considering I cutting mean, this
2: in half and it's probably just filled with plastic trash or something uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you need to do that research cuz if that's solid cork like uh, that's that's a sweet deal for cork
2: it, it's probably not actually from a cork tree it it, it might know. just be uh you know, like fake, one fake notch cork. away from MDF. I don't know.
0: <laughs> okay, I don't know. I'm just thinking, basing material that, that could go a long way. Get out that monument hobby knife you got there and just just go for it. Just cut it open. No, I like it. It's pristine. <laughs> yeah, know. it's pristine. I just just want to see if you do it. So <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's got a little bit of give in it, but not too much. Like it, it's it kind of a nice feel.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like it. it's a good idea
2: oh. always thinking always thinking we are um let's see uh oh if you are sanding resin try, uh-huh. try not to breathe that them particles in that's that a good
0: one, one. I, I feel like is is definitely more of the like a well known one yeah right yeah um I've heard that more often but I we think, almost as far forgot to say thing
2: um, that's fair, and yeah. and kind of the same. Like, be careful not to just have tons of of shrapnel, of of metal and plastic crap around. Like,
0: it's probably not good yeah. for you. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't. When I cut myself on the model, it didn't seem so bad, and but then I was working with yeah metal and resin, sanding it, you know, gluing it together. So who knows? Who knows what yeah. uh, what else I got on my hands at that point? Um yeah, you know, for that matter, let's just go real basic. Just wash your hands. Just wash me <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know what? I don't I don't know what you're doing right now. Hopefully you're getting a little bit of hobby done, but next time you get up from your desk, you go wash your hands. It's been yeah, too yeah. it's been a while. It's been
0: too long. See, yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. How many times you, you touch that paint top, you know, to remove the lid. And, yeah. Who else has been touching you know, that paint things? top? Yeah, you know? yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Take it to a paint night. Who knows what's on that thing? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Get one of those uh, UV uh, cabinets to kill all the germs, all your stuff. Yeah. No safety goggles and chemistry class. <laughs> yeah. yeah be, uh,
2: <laughs> be a little bit careful with them UV rays.
0: Uh... Uh-huh. But of course Speaking you of it's UV. not like you're gonna be
2: going outside a lot so you know you're not gonna right, be, right. not' be gonna be getting any sunburns that's for sure you're
1: not be really trying to push you no, no heat stroke <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> uh you know pop some uh, vitamin D you know every now and again yeah pop some vitamin d get up stretch
2: um you know, hydrate drink things other than mount, yeah. mountain dew major melon zero calories yeah
0: I mean, there is water in it, at least. There I is guess. water in it. There is water <laughs> in it.
2: <laughs> if I were to look at the ingredients list for Mountain Dew, Major Melon, Zero Sugar, probably There's, the main ingredient uh... would be water. Oh, boy, I'm hoping. But... Yeah, yeah, it opens at the top of the list. The main ingredient is carbonated water. Hey, close enough. That's, that's close fine. Enough. Close
0: enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's water. It's you a Get that carbonic acid.
2: That's what you need.
0: Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Ah, milk, carbonic you're fine.
2: acid, the main ingredient in acid rain, you know what they say. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't worry, it's it it you burp it out, it's fine. You're fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you burp it out. That's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Um all right, we, yeah, we, so we got our safety briefing list. down.
2: Now we can yeah. get on with this paint brave the podcast. You can't live in yeah, fear you know. all the time, let's paint bravely.
0: <laughs> exactly. So uh what you been up to? What you been painting and working on? Uh,
2: today I finished up a, a new batch of Space Marine fish hooks, so we'll, we'll
0: see how oh, that goes. Yeah. <laughs> I can see I can see another PSA coming. Like, oh yeah, yeah, caught caught some fish, yeah, got the hook right. on my finger, and now I got a weird disease in my finger. Yep. <laughs> I got clean those fish hooks. Yeah, that's
2: a that's a whole different safety briefing. But I'll be <laughs> yeah, sure exactly. to wear my life jacket because. Yeah. 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 Um, a good call. No, so so in other news. My local store, uh, Crossroad Games, recently got a rack of the new Vallejo line, so the oh, new no. Vallejo Express paints, and also the new, like brand new, I guess reformulated, certainly new bottles for their game color line. Uh-huh. And... Uh, you said it before, but in the United States, it's hard to keep Vallejo in stock. So I was actually surprised that that Brandon had picked up the rack. But yeah. he said his, his distributors were selling full racks of, of Vallejo paint, and uh, nice. At least for a little while, he's going to have a full <laughs> rack. Um, so yeah, yeah. It it had been probably a, at least a year or two since I bought any vallejo product at all just because it is kind of hard to get in america Um, Uh or or you have to do like a special order from a from a larger kind of distributor type online store to to get any yeah Um, but it was uh it was a pleasant surprise to see it locally and so i bought uh four colors and you will not be too surprised by what they are we have turquoise jade aquamarine Mm. And oh. the last one's a little harder to guess, but scorpion
0: green. Whew, thought you were going to say teal.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> um, scorpion, not scorpion green. Yeah, that's that's been like a, a good one for. Yeah, them. scorpion. So I'm um, I'm always on my. My naming
2: criticisms, but three of those I think have perfectly good names. Turquoise, Aquamarine, and Jade, perfectly fine names. Scorpy Green, I mean, it's pretty silly, but it's also a classic, so I'll, I'll let it slide.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, yeah It's the, I think they're definitely going for this is classic. Plus, I like I, I own a bottle of Vallejo game color that is called Scorpion Green. Sure. So I'm not sure why they changed it. Because Scorpion sounds stupid.
2: Mm, I can't remember. I think I have I think I have like a 7-year-old bottle of Scorpy Green. I'll have to go check whether it's Scorpy oh, or Scorpion.
0: You know what it is? I I just remember, so I'm going to correct myself. Okay. It's called Escorpina.
2: Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
2: You got to keep reading on the bottle for the subtitles to get that that right, English right. Scorpy, yeah. Scorpy. <laughs> Whoever did that translation just have a little fun with it. It's always yeah, so it's important to have fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: it's very important.
2: Yeah. yeah, um, but anyway, I I was given those paints a try and I like them. I like them. They uh, yeah, they were going on nice and smooth. And and I, I had a moment when that first brush was going down on the model or was coming off all smooth. Like, ooh, this is nice. I uh, I hope that racket, the local store, stays stocked. I I do. That'd be that'd be real good.
0: I mean, it's possible with the new, if they did reformulate or if they're just rebottling or something, that they're trying to keep other countries stocked more often because it's like a separate line or a specific type of line. I don't know. Time will tell. Who knows? Yeah, for sure.
2: So, the the other thing on these bottles of paint is the bottles themselves are clear plastic. And, Mm. okay, so... All your bottles of paint are clear plastic, but they're like cloudy clear plastic or like cloudy and colorless plastic. And so you don't exactly see what color is in there. It's kind of, you know, Uh a little bit, a little bit milky, a little bit frosty of what the actual color in the bottle is. These plastic bottles are clear and that scorpy green is coming through crisp and and vibrant. I'm really, really seeing the Scorpy the Um
1: <laughs>
2: uh, and I think as long as these bottles hold up in the long term like, like we'll see yeah. if in you know five years people are finding that they turn brittle or have some other weird problem
1: but mm-hmm.
2: as as long as we don't run into
0: anything terrible like that I like them I like them I mean the idea of having clear bottles like Makes the most sense, yeah, because you want to be able to see the color, but then you know, again, UV radiation, all the you know, if they're going to be in the sun at all, is that going to start to do some weird stuff to them? We,
2: I don't actually know what, oh, hold on, just looking at the bottle to see if it's written on them what kind of plastic it is, but actually, a a lot of plastic does block a decent amount of UV radiation,
0: okay. Uh, Interesting. No, that's, I'm thinking of it like. Because uh, that,
2: uh, you know, if, you're, if your paint rack is next to the window or something, you yeah, you know, some some pigments will, will take damage from, from UV uh-huh. radiation. So uh, that is a very fair point, Casey. Yeah.
0: Um, Not that our paints are generally in the sun or outside. So, I mean, it, it's probably fine. Like the, I guess the the theory would be that you're gonna run out before it goes bad. Yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I uh, don't Scorp- know about Scorpi that. green, like depending on how many scorpions, like Eldar scorpions, you have to paint. No,
2: um, my th- my scorpion green, I use just for my dark Eldar eye lenses. They're they're oh the lenses on their God. helmets. And you really, so you're never gonna <laughs> yeah. you really don't use too much. You really don't use too much for for that.
0: Um, Man, i i i've gone through some bottles of like mood green, you sure, know. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. What it, it's no, I see color, that. But, I, was, I was
2: playing with this. This is actually is a pretty good goblin color, at least Ooh, yeah. for highlights for goblins. It's pretty yeah. good color for that. So that's a good call. Yeah. In, in general, I'm I'm excited for the the Vallejo game color refresh, and uh, if. If you have some locally, it, yeah, I'd recommend picking up a few bottles. See when it happens. Um, we'll see how the the physical bottles do in the long run. Um, I'm I'm hoping they they hold together. And yeah. and if they do, every company should move to them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, we're waiting for uh, you know, some updates from from some people on their Vallejo Stillwater. We're still gonna see how that goes. Yours oh, is yep. all messed up. Yep. So you know we'll put this on the list for for three to five years. Uh, everybody just report back. Yeah, report back. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Oh, uh,
2: I uh, sort of figured something out with the Pro Acryl bottles. So okay, Pro Acryl has a different design of bottle from every other company. They have uh-huh. the 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 bottle cap where the 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 nipple is like a, a you you screw it open and so, yeah. Yeah. so you you turn the cap and it opens it but like the, the top doesn't actually physically come off the bottle or anything it's it's like a the top to a Sriracha sauce or something like that Shri, that's, yeah. say
0: that again? Racha. Uh, just, Sur- you, Sriracha Sriracha yeah. you gotta
2: get a Sriracha documentary going here
0: <laughs> exactly <Okay>. um,
2: <laughs> don't test me yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did ice, Casey. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Okay. So, anyway, Monument Hobbies, the, the Pro Acryl bottles have this thing where sometimes where you uh, open up that Shriracha cap and, like, some paint just kind of squirts out the top. Yes. And I I think, I've just basically thought this through more than I had been before, but uh-huh. those bottles are airtight like truly airtight the mm-hmm. in a way that no other paint bottle is and so mm-hmm. i think just changes in room temperature cause slight yeah. changes in the internal pressure in those bottles and uh-huh. that sometimes you yeah it's it's relieving pressure when you when you crack it open and so i found a little bit of luck with if you before you open the the top to let paint out of the top, if you unscrew the cap from the bottle a little bit to break the seal first. Sure. So there's the black cap that's screwed on to the frosty clear bottle.
1: Yeah, if you and then just unscrew little the little whole
2: yeah. cap from the bottle just enough to break the seal because there is kind of like a, not an O-ring, but there's there's a gasket in there between yeah. the black cap and the frosted foam gasket. Bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a gasket in there. And when I do that, I can often hear like a little pressure escape. So especially mm. if I haven't touched my pro bottles for, you know, a week or two, um, yeah. when I pick up a fresh color, I've now gotten into the habit habit of cracking the pressure, bleeding off the pressure from, you know, that, that lower Screw cap, and then going and and uh, opening the sriracha cap and and uh, giving myself a few drops of paint. That seems might. that seems to be it better. Might. That seems to
0: be better. That that makes a lot of sense because I I mean I've definitely had that happen and it it is like it feels random. Yes, like, when it happens. Yes. So it actually makes a lot of sense. Um, what if when you're about to close it, you just kind of squeeze the bottle a little bit, and then twist it. So there's the cap. a little, so, little
2: space in there, you mean?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's room for expansion, right? If, if there's pressure being built up or something, it would suck in air when you open it instead of pushing it out, technically. Because, I mean, it, it's not a lot of pressure, obviously. Like, it's enough. But if you squeeze it, then it would act like a vacuum when you opened it. math mm. thinking you know mm. what I'm saying <laughs> uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna test this theory out I think I think it makes sense if you get your <laughs> timing right on that yeah. Yeah. no I mean you that's you know like mash down on it like a monster you just, you just pinch it a little a little pinch, and then I, close. I think that, I that think that if you
2: tip. you know kind of close it while it's a little bit pinched, so that the yeah. the vol the interior volume is actually a little bit smaller than it was before, and that there's some room. Like yes. if it heats up a little bit, there's a little bit of room for the for expansion the bottle mm-hmm. to snap back into normal yeah, yeah.
0: shape. Yeah, maybe 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 yeah. say it might even out that that pressure yeah, if it's, it's an issue. Like because if it gets hot, then it's gonna fill. Yeah, right. So yeah so uh i think like months
2: ago i mentioned that uh a couple of the first pro krill Quir- paints i bought um the caps the black caps actually split
0: yeah yeah you were saying and that. i
2: and i think that is because of the pressure and so it's only happened it's only happened to two of my bottles so far but yeah oh. just part of the black cap split and it just happened like while it was sitting on the rack and i think because just a little bit of pressure in there so i my guess is that one of the additives and co-solvents in their in their medium blend, uh, it, it might just be a little bit more volatile than water. Uh, combined with uh, a truly airtight seal on those bottles, you just get a, a little bit of change in temperature. You get that gas expansion, and uh, yeah. So I don't know. I I. Uh, I I think I understand the situation better, and just know that, yeah, I probably want to, you know, undo the black caps to let out a little pressure um, if those have been sitting around for a while, especially now with the call. change of the seasons when we're going from winter to spring to summer here.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's that's actually a good call. I, since I haven't been painting anything, I haven't opened any. Pro Crills in the last week or so, but it's it's gotten really hot here. Hmm. So, hmm. yeah, I'd be curious to see if that happens. I'll have to to test that in a little bit and then uh, give it a little squeeze. Yeah, close no, it actually, up, see I, if
2: that. I do like those bottles, but just they're, oh, they're great. They're different yeah. from most of the other bottles we have in the hobby, and just good to good to figure them out. Um, yeah,
0: they do sell replacement caps too. So if if mm-hmm. your cap splits, you can they're they're not that expensive. So at least they offer it. You cool, know? cool, cool. Yeah. That's not bad.
2: Now yeah, yeah. it's been not exactly funny to see, but I've I've seen a lot of people who have uh, dumped out a can of the new speed paint colors because there's a, a little trick to those as well. People and and I included, I have also done this, but there's oh mixing, the ball, yeah, the, the mixing ball, ball in the speed yeah. paint is if you <laughs> so funny. if you turn oh. your speed paint and try to dropper it out. Like yes. hundred and eighty degrees, like facing straight down, the mixing uh-huh. ball will fall down and plug the nipple and you'll squeeze Makes too sense. hard and the whole nipple will shoot off and you'll <laughs> yeah, you'll lose most of that bottle of speed paint on your desk. Yeah. Um, that's
0: liquidy enough. It's it's as bad as spilling a wash, pretty much. Yeah. Like it will shoot everywhere. Yeah.
2: And yeah. I've been seeing a lot of people make that mistake, and myself included, um, uh-huh. And it's one of those things, like okay, you learned what the trick is. There's a ball in there. If you're if you're distributing some speed paint for yourself, you got to hold the bottle at like a 45 degree angle.
0: Right. It's funny, like because it, it I don't know it. It's never occurred to me to like turn it all the way upside down to squeeze paint out. Because generally, even normal paints, yeah. like they come out pretty quick. Like as long as you you kind of. You know, shake it forward, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's up near the tip, like like taking off the cap and just kind of dumping it enough. I don't, that's like my go to as far as putting paints on stuff. It's like, you know, real sharp angle, like almost sideways. Hmm. So I I mean I haven't run into the the, the ball problem. I won't now because yeah, be thinking about live it. and
2: live and learn. So yeah. if if you have not experienced this yet, just be aware that it's it's a a possibility and it's not something that's ever going to happen with regular thick paints that have mixing balls because you're never going like they it's so Too viscous that the ball mm-hmm. is never going to like fall into the the nipple and block it the the chances of that that happening are very small but um with speed paint which almost doesn't even need a mixing ball because it's so liquidy it seems like it should mix pretty easily without one but I guess there's yeah. a few colors that have a lot of white pigment where where it probably does help, but um,
0: yeah, because even even like uh, GW contrast paints uh, separate pretty fast. Okay, yeah, um, and Fair. and you get Fair. a lot of that white in the bottom. Yeah, and you really have to mix it. Yeah, okay. Like so, I yeah. guess
2: I guess the mixing balls are worth it, but be aware that just <laughs> the yeah whatever size combination they have going there of the steel ball and the, the plastic nipple is, uh, unfortunate, unfortunate. Yeah. So,
0: uh, and, and for, for every other paint bottle, that's, that's a, a little tip like that. Like just make sure you have a paper clip on hand. Cause that's the only other way that's, that's going to shoot out like that. Yeah. And I've definitely done that where it clogs. The, the tip is clogged and I go to, Squeeze it and the whole thing just shoots right off. Yeah. So
2: if if paint isn't yeah, coming yeah. out of the the paint nipple, it's either don't blocked with dry it. paint or it's blocked <laughs> with a steel ball. And either yeah. way, squeezing harder is not the answer. <laughs> not the answer, not the yeah. Answer.
0: <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah.
2: Okay. But I don't know. The after after the reactivation thing on Speed Paint one point there's been a lot of people who are giddy to see flaws with you know yeah. speed paint 2.0 and like ah oh, look how they're you know trying to trying to scam us this time and uh <laughs> yeah it's, it's definitely unfortunate if you you know spill four dollars and fifty cents worth of speed paint on yourself that is that's a bad day um yeah but but on the other hand enough enough people have done it now that uh live and learn and uh yeah yeah yeah, the, there's I mean, a little bit of a many, learning uh, curve, but uh I don't, I don't know. But I've been telling people on the internet, like when I pour myself a glass of milk, uh, I have learned not to hold that upside down either. You know, like just Yeah. 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 It turns out that shallow angle is, is enough and that solves <laughs> yeah. a lot of problems too. They, yeah, exactly. Makes, it, makes the milk come out right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um I mean nobody's nobody's criticizing like scale seventy five because you have to puncture the uh the tips. Oh yeah. With with a needle or a um you know a paper clip like I said. Yeah. Um they don't come open. You have to puncture it. So a lot of people and I mean uh one of the the hobby shops in my town has a like big PSA poster over the scale 75 rack. That's like you have to do this. Or you will shoot paint out everywhere because you're going to squeeze it thinking, well, what's going on? And and the little cap will pop off and you will now waste your brand new paint. Okay. I need to
2: try to remember that. I, I still don't think I've used scale 75. I, I definitely, you know, haven't seen any locally available. But uh. someday I will also make that mistake and then I can join the club mm-hmm. and that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's great. It's great clubs. It's like the null oil club. It's great.
2: Yeah, null oil has the trick of you need to clamp that down to like yes. a vice that's attached <laughs> to your hobby desk.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's put let's put liquid in a tall bottle with a huge lid that doesn't quite yeah. stay open all the time. And then let's so.
2: mess with the center of gravity of the whole dang thing by having <laughs> exactly. the lid, lid hang off at an angle.
0: <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's everybody
2: spilling oil. Oh, it's wonderful. There's a there's a oh. learning curve to even the the stupidest of tiny little <laughs> bottles. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, maybe this episode can really just be chopped up to don't do stupid stuff. Yeah, that's, there's a title. That's, yeah, that's fair. There
2: you go. That's that's your title. Use yeah. that. I like yeah. that. <laughs> All right, what else do we got going on, Casey? We got, we got oh a, Anything else for the for the people?
0: For the people? I mean, I don't know. I, don't know. I got some. I mean, I'd love to talk about the hobby stuff I'm doing, but right now it's it's not a lot. But I do have a news flash, news flash, hot news flash coming in for you. Dominion box is down fifteen, twenty percent lately. Buy, buy, yeah, buy, buy. <laughs> exactly. Where is the button? Click the button. That stupid show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I found Dominion a box, moved from uh... hold to buy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it kind of it was creeping up there. Got up to like one twenty a box, and it was like. I don't know. You got to hold off, hold off. Now the cheapest with shipping is like ninety six fifty. Ooh, yeah. So it's eighty eighty four dollars plus shipping. I mean, it's one dude on eBay, and I wish I had all the money in the world to just buy him out. But do you have ninety six fifty? Yeah, exactly. Uh, You know, I think he's got like twenty boxes or something. Oh, yeah. There's a good amount there. Uh, So he's been sitting on them, and I think he's finally decided. That it is no longer gonna go up in value. <laughs> it's just Dominion is gonna crash and burn. Just liquidating so, and getting ready yeah, to buy some
2: Tyranids or something. That's huh? what it,
0: yeah, exactly a yeah. Leviathan tenth edition box yeah.
2: set. That done that camping is on, also not available. Done yeah. camping on the cruel boys. Time to camp on some Tyranids and see how that. <laughs> yeah, goes. exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. So yeah, um, lowest lowest listing price like eighty four bucks. Uh, Dominion still worth it. Still worth it.
2: Man, I was pretty happy that I, I locked in a box for myself at one oh four, but ninety-six fifty, dang, that's uh, yeah. all that, that's <laughs> you get
0: you
2: get two of those for the price of what they were supposed to be selling for, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. You'll, your your, your two hundred dollar box that you know, realistically when you think about it too, they raised those two hundred dollar box prices to like two fifty, I don't know, six, four, five, six months after. Did they? So if you look at it like that, yeah. like phew, oh. 90 bucks, oh. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but, uh, again, you know, just to reiterate, that's, that's two 1000 point armies in a single box for $94. Yeah.
2: And there's still another year left in the rule book that comes in that box before it's at
0: least the yeah. year or two. Exactly. It doesn't one really year. Matter. There's
2: exactly one year left in that rule book.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. perfect uh it's not bad um I mean those models are still good though like they're still oh, some sure. of the best sure. this yeah. this round is is gone I mean, I know you're not a, I mean you're not a cruel boys fan, whatever
2: goblins safety safely handling grenades, every one of them yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs>
2: who thought oh, that man. one up you know like, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, no, they're not supposed to be funny. They spell "cruel boys" with a K and a Z. They're supposed to be funny. They're just not, you know.
0: know. Some some of them are. uh, Yeah, uh, they got that look in their eye. You know what I'm saying? They ride giant birds. Right, and you, weird monsters.
2: You, you paint those eyes so that they have the look in the eye, Casey. Okay, so. Yeah, yeah.
0: You just you just point those pupils whichever directions you want, and you're
2: good. That's how you make them funny. You just make them yes. all googly-eyed, <laughs> cross-eyed, googly-eyed. Googly-eyed yeah. every
0: single model in the Cruel Boys line, and you are fine. Yeah, let, <laughs> let me paint the pupils. I'll make them funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll, I'll do this right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need any re-sculpts here. It's just a little bit of imagination
2: get a good point on my size four brush and we'll make them funny yeah
0: yeah exactly <laughs> size four brush yeah oh man and i, I don't you know, know. not yeah, not else solid.
2: not too much new around here i've i've upgraded my hobby space a little bit i right over there is where the cat litter box has been and and for a while now, it's been just been wasted space. So I built a table over the cat litter box. Still plenty of room okay. for the cats to go down in there. But now I got I got a table on top now, two feet by four feet of of not exactly usable space, but I could pile a bunch of <laughs> bunch of stuff up
0: there. And that yeah, and it's by the camera, so you can, you pile whatever you want. Boom, boom. Yeah. So all my piles of stuff are literally just off camera in most directions in this room. Like, so good. I got a pile of crap over here, pile of crap over there,
2: mm-hmm. and it's fine.
0: It's fine. Doesn't even matter. Just don't point things that way. In. It's fine. <laughs> just, just
2: upgrading my storage space. Oh, I, uh, man, you know Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast keep keep doing stupid things. So I I decided to buy some Flesh and Blood cards, and it looks pretty fun. Looks pretty fun. There you go. You get my. A local pals to to give me a game or two here. All right. There you go.
0: Yeah. I'm doing a, a tournaments right next to the the Yu-Gi-Oh the tables, I'm sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's right.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh it looks fun. Looks cool. Uh it looks a lot like magic. Go figure. I mean collectible a, card, card games these days. Card game. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I heard that the Star Wars collectible card game's coming back.
2: I think they are coming know. out with the fourth or fifth Star Wars trading card game.
0: Okay, I don't know. I just heard that somewhere. Yeah.
2: Well, just yeah. the the licenses changed a few times, and mm-hmm. and they're trying another one. I I didn't. <laughs> I saw the first couple of cards, and the the art wasn't grabbing me on them, so I'm I'm not probably Good not going to get too invested, but we've we've also learned now that star wars card games do not last very long because <laughs> even if people like the the game like the the license just changes and then they stop fair. being printed so yeah
0: that's fair yeah. that makes sense uh i guess one more one more thing before we wrap up have you ever heard this saying uh it isn't a real army until you get blood on it
2: i have um, you have heard that. Okay. Yeah, Casey, I'm sorry about your finger, dude. I hope those antibiotics work.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, no, I just, uh, you know, bring it back around to the safety thing. Like, you know, sometimes you cut yourself. And yeah. uh, basically, the point of that saying, because I think most everyone's heard that, is that you're going to at some point. So, you know, wash your hands. Yeah. Good call.
2: Wash your hands.
0: All right, well, thank you again for joining us on another episode of Paint Bravely. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, subscribing to the YouTube channel, and sharing this message with your hobby friends. And as always, we appreciate each and every one of you for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Talk to you next time.